Chasing Dramas. Today's podcast episode will be an update on the biggest dramas airing right now in China in December 2022. I'm your host for today, Karen. Today's episode is going to be brief as we discuss four dramas of interest. If you enjoy this type of content, please let us know. Send us an email at karenandkathy at chasingdramas.com, post on our social media, or else on our website at chasingdramas.com. We would love to hear from you. The beginning of December saw a slew of new dramas begin airing, so we thought we'd cover all of the recent ones, starting from the end of November to the beginning of December. This podcast episode will be in English with proper nouns and certain phrases spoken in Mandarin Chinese. First up is Ai the Er Ba Ding Lu, or She and Her Perfect Husband. It stars Yang Mi and Xu Kai. Yang Mi, whom we of course just talked about last month, finally also has this drama air, and it started airing on November 14th on Tencent. The total drama count is 40 episodes. This drama films between February and June of 2021, and interestingly enough, Yang Mi finished filming this drama and then went back to finish shooting her scenes in Thank You Doctor later in 2021, as that drama was delayed due to COVID. Kathy is going to be doing a review discussion for Thank You Doctor since she has a couple of thoughts for that drama. The other half of this pair is Xu Kai, who we of course know as Fu Hung in the story of Yanxi Palace or Yanxi Gonglue. He has had a steady output of dramas this year, well, two to be exact, with Shangshi Royal Feast and Mi Hang Kunlun Xu or Lost in the Kunlun Wastelands. Both, I would say, had middling reviews and okay viewership. Here's the premise of this drama. Qin Shi, played by Yang Mi, is a very successful lawyer who has spent the past several years focused on her career and not her relationship life. She faces significant pressure from her parents to get married. A top law firm, Cheng and Hui, is recruiting lawyers specializing in family law, but here's the catch. To be recruited, the lawyer needs to be married. Unknown by Qin Shi, one of her teachers checked the married box on the application and created a fictional husband for her, and she was subsequently accepted by the law firm. Qin Shi's outstanding performance catches the eye of the founder Lao Jin and Hui Jie. This Hui Jie nudges Qin Shi to try to win the deal to become legal counsel of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs. At this point, Qin Shi finds out about her fictional husband. Unfortunately, the fictional husband is a real person named Yang Hua. He is forced to go on a date with one of Qin Shi's competitors by his mother. In the face of more pressure by his mother, he finds Qin Shi. The two strike a deal to pretend to be a married couple. However, when their secret almost becomes exposed, the two decide to legally get married to continue their ruse. As time goes on, both their parents begin to suspect the marriage. To make matters worse, Qin Shi's ex-boyfriend suddenly joins the law firm. However, despite all of these obstacles, both Qin Shi and Yang Hua begin to develop feelings for each other. When this drama first started filming, I remember people being very excited because it was going to be a jie di lian drama. Or an older woman dating a younger man with Yang Mi, no less. 
This isn't really a cougar drama. I think the term is now what? Uh, a puma? Because Young Mi's character is in her mid-30s uh, and she's married to a younger man in his late 20s. So far, I would say the reviews for this drama have actually been pretty mixed. The main commentary has been that Young Mi seems to be very tired and the chemistry between Young Mi and Xu Kai uh, leaves much to be desired. Kathy is intrigued by this drama, so she will watch it after the drama finishes airing. For some reason, it's not a chasing drama candidate, but one that she's going to enjoy once it is completely available. What is interesting about this drama is that Tencent tried over the course of this year to air this drama on the regional television stations or even CCTV. Rumors were flying all over the place this year on whether or not Tencent would be successful. But alas, it seems that they could only secure online streaming. This drama was actually about to air earlier this year, I believe in mid-September or October, but Tencent began marketing an air date, yet they had to pull the plug literally a few hours before the airtime. No one knew exactly what happened. Let's just say, though, it is a win for Yangmi and Xu Kai now to actually have this drama air because there is nothing worse for an actor or actress to have a drama completely shelved or never air. Next up, let's chat about Feng Chui Ban Xia or Wild Bloom. This is Ai Qi's latest drama featuring the familiar and formidable Zhao Liying that is also airing on Zhejiang Television and Jiangsu Television. The 36-episode drama follows Zhao Liying as Xu Banxia, who is on a journey to becoming a successful businesswoman in China set in 1996. After divorcing from her husband who cheated on her, Xu Banxia decides that, nope, running a business is more important. She pairs up with friends Tong Xiaoqi and Chen Yuzhou to establish a business first of steel scraps that then builds into a steel business and subsequent empire. The drama follows the challenges and realities of people creating a business, but especially a woman creating a business in China at that time. This, of course, involves misogyny women face in the workplace, but you know, Xu Banxia doesn't back down from the pressure or extreme challenges she faces as she establishes herself as a formidable player in her space. The drama is based off of a book called Bu De Wang Sheng by An Nai and finished filming in March 2022. The airing start date for this drama is November 27th, so in my opinion, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Feng Chui Ban Xia or Wild Bloom is another one of Zhao Liying's dramas where she aims to pivot and establish herself as an actress, not a celebrity. What's great, though, is that this drama has actually garnered quite a lot of interest because it has breached 10,000 on ITE's popularity index, which is a fantastic feat for Zhao Liying. The drama also currently has an 8.4 on Douban, and plenty of people are applauding Zhao Liying's acting, saying that she has come a long way from her romance drama days. From the commentary I've seen, people say that it is clear that she has spent time honing her craft with her much clearer enunciation and overall acting abilities. 
People say that she has become an actress who knows when to change her career path to try new and unique roles that fit her age rather than to try to stay in her comfort zone. One of the biggest comparisons is actually between her and Yang Mi, who seems to enjoy the roles that she's been given but not go too far out of her comfort zone. In this drama, Zhao Liying does not try to be the most beautiful person out there, but actually gained weight and changed her appearance to fit the role more closely. Third on our list today is a drama that I don't even know if I'll watch, but I just want to highlight that it exists for those that might be interested in it. I also will caveat that I don't know if there's going to be English subtitles, so this might be completely moot. The drama that I'm talking about is Bright Future. It is called Wei Xian Da Yuan in Chinese. This is a 24-episode drama that marks the return of Hu Ge to the small screen. And this is entirely the reason why I'm bringing this drama up. Hu Ge is, of course, of Nirvana in Fire, or Lang Ya Bang, and Chinese Paladin, or Xian Jian Qixia Zhuan fame. He is one of the most popular and established actors in the Chinese entertainment industry. Hu Ge pairs up once again with Zheng Wu Yangguang, the production company that created Nirvana in Fire, Lang Yabang, and the story of Ming Lan or Zhi Fou, Zhi Fou, Ying Shi Lü Fei, Hong Shou for this modern story. The cast also includes heavy hitters such as Huang Lei and Wu Yue as colleagues of Hu Ge, who plays Mei Xiao Ge. Mei Xiao Ge recently became the county official for Guangming County, ahead of the 19th Party Congress in China. Their task? To rebuild and create a new path for this county. This drama was filmed and created in honor of China's 20th National Party Congress. So you can expect a lot of Chinese propaganda or feel-good stories uh, for this drama. Though I will say, despite the setting, the drama on its first day received whopping viewership numbers. Probably because people are excited for the return of Hu Ge, but it helps that this drama aired on the main CCTV channel as well as Beijing Television, Hebei Television, and Zhejiang Television. We don't have much intel yet on the drama from a quality perspective, but given the track record of the production company, the return of Hu Ge, and uh, you could say the idealistic subject matter, it's probably an interesting drama to check out for people who are curious in some of the more modern Chinese political rhetoric out there. Once again, I'm not sure if there's going to be English subtitles for this drama, so this might not be even available for people to watch it. Who knows? This drama started airing on December 7th, and honestly, I'm just raising it because I'm a huge fan of Hu Ge and want to support him. But like I said, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. As for historical dramas... Shining Just For You or Xing He Changming might just be a historical romance drama for laughs. This 25-episode drama is airing across 24 days, which already raised several eyebrows from people. It stars Feng Xiaofeng of the story of Minglan fame and Peng Xiaoran of Goodbye My Princess or Donggong. The drama started airing on November 30th on Youku. It tells of a young woman 
Yelingshuang from the grasslands that is able to foresee disaster. Thus, her tribe sees her as a bad omen. But the Yebei princess treats Lingshuang as sisters. However, the tribes enter into conflict and Ye Lingshuang is taken in as prisoner that then is transferred to a brothel. She doesn't submit and using her intelligence and capabilities in, I believe, astronomy, enters into the heart of the king that conquered her tribe, a.k.a. Feng Xiaofeng. So right after airing, this drama has been pretty much panned <laughs> for a boring storyline, poor production quality, and less than stellar acting. I haven't seen anything for this drama yet, just some pictures. Um, and in my opinion, the main problem here is that Feng Xiaofeng is no longer the young, handsome man he once was, or even as thin. So when he is paired up with Peng Xiaoran, who definitely looks a lot younger, the couple looks more like father and daughter rather than a romantic couple. And this is certainly a lot of the commentary I've seen for this drama. Let's just say that compared to his ex-wife Zhao Liying, Feng Xiaofeng hasn't quite found his direction for his future roles yet. He's meandered with some more modern and more serious roles, but then coming back to something like this where he doesn't necessarily fit the bill of this handsome, dashing young man anymore. It's a little bit of a question mark why he's taking on these roles. To be quite honest, he seems a little past his prime for this genre of drama. So if you're curious as to what people are criticizing right now, you know, why not check this drama out to see for yourself? Though you're going to have to wait a couple of days to get the entire drama to air. And that is it for today's podcast episode. The only reminder left that I have is for you to keep an eye open on our website because we are posting a couple more drama reviews um, with a lot of detail, or at least I'm spending a lot of time writing up uh, pages and pages, probably nobody's reading them all, on our website for various drama reviews. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you all in the next podcast.